Welcome everybody to the Lockdown Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Pete Zayas. Pete, the Lakers are still two games away from being NBA championships or NBA champions. <laughs> they are. I jinxed it though. I jinxed it. I told you, bud. I told you. Do not fuck with the basketball gods. <laughs> the, so the basketball gods were not pleased tonight, but it was. Uh, it was. Look, it's one thing. If I was talking to the players, I'd certainly never say, "Enjoy the moment, be here." You know, soak it all in. You know. Yeah. This is me talking. No, this is me talking to the fans, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Their job is to stay present and in the moment and doing what they did to to get that 2-0 lead in the NBA right. finals and everything that led up to this super sloppy on defense. Our transition defense was bad. 10 turnovers in the first quarter, I think is indicative LeBron of the level eight. of focus. Mm-hmm. LeBron had eight on the night. It was just a very unfocused performance and lack of focus comes out in different ways for different guys. But for AD, I thought it was mentally. And for LeBron, I thought it was physically. We saw Jimmy Butler kicking our ass down the stretch of that game. And mm-hmm. LeBron was giving up switches too easily on that. You want LeBron to try to fight through that and stay on him. Uh, Especially given the night he was having. Right. And we have, this is a habit. You tweeted something that was spot on right after the game is that if you've been paying attention to this team throughout the year, you probably should have seen this coming in that as much as we want them to step on the gas and, and close it out and win by 30 and play to their capabilities, this has been a tendency. It's not a good tendency, nor is it an excuse, but it is what they do. Right. Yeah. They will flirt with exactly the amount of uh, uh, how hard they need to play to beat a team. Mm-hmm. And very similar to game three against the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. And I suspect game four will be similar in that, you know, we're really going to have to bring it to, to beat this team because it's not some we're not. We can't play with that degree of focus and make that many correctable mistakes and also to Miami's credit, Spolster made some excellent adjustments, went back to the man-to-man defense, but did it in a different way that helped lead to a lot of the turnovers when we were not present and in the moment and, and focused on beating this, this new scheme. All roads lead back to the same place in terms of if we are locked in and paying attention to what the defense is doing and reading our counters, we've got the personnel to be able to do that. It's just a matter of... We, we weren't in that place. So confluence of factors, you got a great coach, a you know, guy like Jimmy Butler, who's a stud and one of the fa- my favorite guys in the league. Our guy's not particularly locked in, and you get the result that we got tonight, even against a shorthanded team. This is actually, like, the Butler thing is actually where I want to start because, like, one of my pet peeves in sports is, like, when something really cool happens, we immediately look for somewhere to blame. And there's plenty of blame to go around, by the way, you know, like, and we'll talk about that over the course of the, uh, over the course of the show. But I do want to start with like, good God, Jimmy Butler, man, a 40 point triple double, you know, in, in a finals game against a team that you are significantly outmanned by like that's, all that is, and again, like we could talk about like 
the ways that it happened and, and ways that the Lakers maybe should have uh, responded as it was happening. We could talk about that, whatever, fine. But I do really want to start with that's, that's really badass, dude. <laughs> that's one of the you baddest know? dudes in the game right there. Yeah, like that's just, that's, that's just cool. That is just a really cool performance by somebody who, uh, given everything going up against the Heat and him personally, because like when you don't have Goran Dragic, when you don't have Bam Adebayo, that means that the Lakers normally would be able to devote more, devote more focus to guarding Jimmy Butler. And what did that mean? You know, it didn't mean anything. It meant, it yeah, meant well, a we 40 didn't, We it, didn't it actually do it. Piece. I mean, we should have, but we didn't actually right. vote more, right? It, and it, he's so remarkable in that he's not a sniper of a shooter, nor right. is he an yeah. athlete. Nor is he like he's an amazing athlete. Um, he's very strong, really punished KCP in this game mm-hmm. on those switches late in the game, especially. Uh, did that with Kuz a couple times. He has a great little mid-range game, right, where he was pulling up in that 12-foot area where that we were given to him, and he knocked him down. Uh, and he's got that element to his game. He he drew a foul on LeBron. It's funny because I was I disagreed with the announcers. LeBron rotated in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and they crashed to the ground, and the the rep, you know announcers were like, "Well, that's that's foul on that. There's contact," and there was, but. LeBron was actually vertical on that play, and Jimmy came up and like brought mm-hmm. his elbow down oh, yeah. on top the, of the him, and it like turned him, mm-hmm. and yeah. it turned LeBron's body. That's usually what the refs look for: is are you square and vertical? Mm-hmm. If not, it's going to be a foul on the defense. Jimmy was what made him, and that's what LeBron was cl- complaining about afterward. Jimmy was what was what made him not vertical there, but those he's got all the tricks of the trade right those well, that's a crafty you, move when, right when there. you when you're the aggressor over the course of the game like you're 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 not going to lose that call no for sure and they got they got a, a, a good whistle and they deserved a good whistle in that yeah. game they shot a lot of free throws mm-hmm. butler especially that's a good way to put it uh, because they were the aggressor exactly yeah i i just you know like and and again like we're going to we're going to talk about like the things that we felt like the lakers fell short on in that game in the next couple segments, but I don't know, man, like one of my, one of my top pet peeves is like, Oh, the Lakers lost game. What was this is game three. This is game three, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Lakers lost game three. Not, not that the dude who dropped a 40 point triple double on 20 field goal attempts, like not that he won one, but that the Lakers lost one. I just think, I just think the narrative here should be that Jimmy Butler beat the shit out of the Lakers. We'll talk about here moving forward, like how that happened and and how that can't happen moving forward. But you do have to start with pointing out the fact that like he beat the shit out of the Lakers. He did. He did. The one pushback I'd give on that is that due to the talent discrepancy, especially with Bam and Dragic out, it's the Lakers who determine Oh yeah, win a game like this, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, right. So you're, that, no, sure, sure. It, like, you're right. You're the right. The story being told through the Lakers' lens. Yeah, yeah. But but the fact that the the fact remains though, like you're right. 
Like if, if you're if you're looking on like any given night where the Lakers lose to the Miami Heat, given where the Miami Heat currently stand talent wise, you're saying like, yeah, more often than not, the Lakers are gonna lose one. And and there are things that the Lakers did, by the way, that led to them led to them losing this game. But I feel like that kind of sort of cheapens what Butler did. I agree. I, I, I just think I just think you don't have to twist my arm at all to you got to give the dude his flowers on a night where he, yeah. where, where he drops four. It's a finals game where he's not ha- – he doesn't have his second in th- – well, he's probably the second best player on this team. Like, he is the, the, the second best. He's like, bam, and then him, I, and then Like, Goron. if we're talking over the course of 82 games, but Jimmy can reach the highest levels of basketball on the team. I disagree. <laughs> no, Bam, not in a finals. Like this is over the course of 82, uh, you know, uh, and, and there are going to be favorable matchups like Boston was for who a guy had, like who Bam. Who has the better career? Like looking back, like by the time they're all done, do you think it's Jimmy or do you think it's Bam? Oh, by the time it's done? Whew, I really like Bam. Mm. I think, I think say, it's Bam. I, I, I mean, when you look back on it, I'm talking right now. Like, yeah. I'm still very young. He yeah. doesn't yeah. know. Like, there's a, a knowledge and know-how that's acquired that's over the course of a career that Butler can get to higher levels right now of knowing when to exploit weakness and how to mm-hmm. get there. Like, Jimmy set up those KCP switches. He mm-hmm. knew that's what he needed to do. And Bam, he's just too young for that. We, we've seen... Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson struggle in part because they're too young yeah. to, to really thrive at the highest level. So it, that's not a knock on Bam at all. It's just that I have like Jimmy Butler's a top <laughs> seven, <laughs> top eight guy in the league. And that's not yeah. how he's usually considered because he doesn't, he doesn't put up the 35 and eight every night, mm-hmm. but in, in the highest levels of basketball, there's only a few guys I'd take before Jimmy Butler. Before we move on to the Lakers aspect of this, this is this is the this is about as high a compliment I can give a player. Period. Jimmy Butler makes his teammates believe they can win no matter the circumstance. Mm-hmm. And I don't. There are very like even Kawhi. Like people look like I, I imagine Kawhi's teammates look at him and say like he's super duper talented. And because of his talent, we might have a shot here, right? But Jimmy Butler, I think where Jimmy Butler's value shows up is, fuck, Tyler Hero, you're you're a rookie, you're I don't you're going you're gonna to put us in the spot. You're going to hit that shot when we actually when I call yep. upon it. Duncan Robinson, you're a rookie too. Fuck yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hit that shot too. Myers Leonard, you haven't played, you didn't play the last series. It's time for, it's it's time to call your number. Damn right. It's going to be your time to shine, but, and that amount of talent, that like that gravitas, that, that, that like, like cachet is something that you can't quite, you, you literally cannot quantify, but you can, you can see it when you see it. And I think that's where like Jimmy Butler led by example, by the way, like statistically, but on top of that, I think the no, we are not going to let the Lakers go up 3-0 here and sleepwalk, sleepwalk their way to it. If they're going to get to 3-0, they're going to fucking earn it. 
and mm-hmm. and and Jimmy Butler like standing standing there the way he did, putting his foot down, telling his teammates, "This is how this is going to go." It was really cool to watch that. So before we talk about like the ways that you know we felt like the Lakers fell short, I want to make sure that we give credit where credit is due here. It's a. I'm glad you did. It's well earned. All right, let's take a quick second here. When we come back, we'll talk about how the Lakers fell short. (laughs) (laughs) Today's show is brought to you in part by Built Bar. Head on over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON and save 10 bucks off not just your first order, but your second order, your third, your fourth, however many orders you put in with Built Bar. And you're going to want to put in a bunch of orders with Built Bar because they are the best protein bar you can possibly find they taste great they use actual ingredients as they describe in their nutrition sheet uh, they are great whether you are trying to cut weight manage your current weight uh, whether you're trying to bulk up whatever it is they are going to have you covered and it is to me as somebody who is trying to raise a daughter basically you know during the day on my own it is the best way that I have found to take care of myself in terms of nutrition. So head on over to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll save $10 off your next order. Again, that is BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll save $10 off your next order. One more time, BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON. conversation about Anthony Davis over the last couple days uh, given the way that games one and two went was and I said to myself most talented player in the NBA you know and the rebuttal to it was well he's also playing with the perfect best player on his team right in in LeBron James so I want you know and in and in DMs and texts and stuff like that with people around the league, whether it's writers, bloggers, scouts, whatever, like the, the rebuttal was always like, let's see actually what it looks like when the chips are down. I want to see what that game looks like from Anthony Davis. And I mean, but the chips aren't down. The problem is the chips were up and Mm. there was that, like the Miami heat and Jimmy Butler are the personification of, earning it in the NBA, right? There's nothing built off of reputation on those individual players. Jimmy Butler has earned every bit of respect that he has in the NBA. And you do that by focusing on the details, on the little things. Mm-hmm. He was beaming on a, the night of a 40-point triple-double. He was beaming about the team defensive rebounding yeah. in his post-game interview. There were all these details. This is how you're supposed to close out. This is how you are supposed to get in a defensive stance and slide your feet. This is the position you're supposed to be in when we're in this particular pick and roll defense. All of these details, the vast majority of which don't show up in the box score, but impact winning and losing. It's This is how basketball works. And Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat always honor how to play, how you should mm-hmm. play. And Anthony Davis and the Lakers did not have that same attention to detail in this game 
I think in part because they were up, right? And they had felt so comfortable in their ability to not lose four out of five games to Miami, Mm -hmm. which is what wouldn't happen, have to happen for them to lose the series. And I thought that there was just a lack of focus and respect from not just the team, but AD in particular, because he was the guy who there was the furthest distance between what what he's capable of and what he did. Yeah. I want, I want to talk about that because like, obviously like our, our back and forth on Twitter are back and forth on Twitter. Right. Like it's just, it's me Mm -hmm. giving you a hard time because I can give you a hard time, you know? Uh, But I do think like, this is a team, not just this year, but like historically, by the way, the Lakers always play with their food. Always. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like we could, we could go back way, you know, you go back further than I can, but I, I like for the entirety of my lifetime, the Lakers have always played with their food. And, and I thought heading into this one, it was going to be really interesting to see if the Lakers did that again. And look, it, it, it might not matter. It probably won't matter. You know, it, it probably won't like the Lakers. I, I took the Lakers in five. This is what the mm-hmm. Lakers in I five probably looks like, you know, but there's an amount of respect that you have to have, not just for the sport, not just for the team you're going up against, but for the moment that you always have to maintain always. And yeah, it's one thing when it's, when it's a regular season game in January, but yeah, this, is the NBA not, finals, this, isn't, right? this isn't some random Sunday night game. Yeah. Oh, you know, one of 82. This isn't that dude. It's the fucking finals. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what you play the sport for. This is what Anthony Davis, this is the opportunity Anthony Davis wanted when he wanted to come to the Lakers. This is what LeBron James wanted when he wanted to bring Anthony Davis to the Lakers. This is what all of these guys play off Rondo all the way down the roster. This is what they were. This is the the situation that they should have all been looking for and fart noise, you know? And I, and I think there's just, again, I, they probably wind up winning the series. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it, but like if they do get a random ankle tweak moving forward that they might not have had to sweat out before if they were up three, zero, compared mm-hmm. to up to one, mm-hmm. you know, you might have a cold shooting night that. Oh, again, we've had a couple of those. Yeah. If you, if you don't have to worry about if you, if you're up three zero and not two one and that cold shooting night means three one and not two, two, that's a big difference there. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that the sky is falling. I'm not going that far at all. But I just in a year where they're where they're getting ready to wear the Mamba jerseys in, in game seven of this series, if it gets that far, in a year where where you know Lakers fans and and people throughout California are just like looking for something to really latch onto, you have to have more respect for the situation than the Lakers had tonight. And that's that to me is what pissed me off. Like that's that to me is what what 
what what angered me about the way that the Lakers went about their business tonight. Yeah, it should. It should anger them too. And it's uh, we're an arrogant team. We're an arrogant franchise. We always have been. It Mm -hmm. comes with the success that we've had. And one of the this is something that on a on a very fractional level. I understand in my personal life with uh, with LFR growing as quickly and suddenly as it did there, it's very easy to like, it's very easy to listen to everybody tell you how great you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And then, but that's why I'm here. I'm like, Hey, actually there's, there's a glitch over here. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> when you do that, you get further away from the actual work. Mm-hmm. The actual reason why people the hold goal. your name, it well, no, it's you get away from, like the goal is always there, but it's it's a matter of you get away from the reason why people hold your name in high esteem in the first place. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Anthony Davis is Anthony MF and Davis mm-hmm. because of his attention to detail on the defensive end, his ability to recover, his high motor, his incredible array of skills on the offensive end that allows him to counter the defense that you ran and pick it apart with his ball handling, his shooting, even his passing, his ability to run the floor. But it's not because his name's Anthony Davis or because of the, the brand of that or the brand of LeBron or the brand of the Lakers. Yeah. We've succeeded because Anthony MFing Davis. <laughs> it's because, but it's, he's Anthony MFing Davis because he does the work. Right. And that, that never lies. It's something that no matter how well-regarded you are, if you're not doing the actual work, it will come back to bite you. Mm-hmm. And this was a night like that, right? Where Miami switched up their defensive coverage and zone versus this particular style of man, which is a lot of hard hedging and double teaming, double teaming, especially in AD's circumstance, it's two opposite styles of basketball. Mm-hmm. And if you're not present and in the moment, the thing that worked against the zone will not work at all against their man-to-man and their, their double teams. And AD had like five turnovers in the mm-hmm. first quarter. But that's a mental engagement thing, right? Of like, oh, this is different. Okay, well, what beats this? These are the, the different counters that we need to run, that I need to run. to Because the st- no matter the schematics, the underlying principles of can these guys athletically hang with these guys when you account for skill as well, that doesn't change. It's just a a matter of how do you get to finding advantage and exploiting those advantages that you have. And we never really got, and this was true on a coaching end too, right? Where it's, it's so interesting as dominant as we've been, we're not going to sweep anybody in these playoffs. And in large, in large part, it's because we've basically done the same thing for three games and mm-hmm. been like, all right, beat us. And, f- and they've made enough adjustments to where they have. They exploited the KCP Jimmy Butler mismatch. They double teamed AD, had five turnovers in the like the first quarter there, eight turnovers for LeBron. They had Duncan Robinson hedging and recover instead of switching. And we never switched off of having KCP and Danny Green set those screens from there. So there are plenty of places where we can go about this in a different approach toward game four, but they finally pushed us toward adjusting and within that there has to be that like locked in from a player perspective and you're right to be upset with yeah. the performance that they gave and i hope they're upset and this is where they have it's to hold the each other accountable finals dude 
<laughs> and this is where that that being said, if I could just say one more thing, um, you know, game four of the 2000 finals was the game where Shaq fouled out, Kobe on the bum ankle carries us, gets the tip in, right? Uh, mm-hmm. it, it hits those shots down the stretch. We go up 3-1. In the next game, we lost. So we're up 3-1 to the Indiana Pacers. In the next game, we lost 120 to 87. Mm-hmm. We lost by 33 to the that we ended up right. And it was the same type of thing where that game four, when you go up three, one and you, you overcome and you do it, there was that like sigh of relief, relief, like, Oh, we got this. And yeah. whenever you feel like, Oh, we got this. That's when you're not yeah. as sharp. You're not talking in transition, matching up. Like we're giving up corner threes because two guys didn't communicate in transition. Team employees are like, are, are asking for jinxes from the, from the basketball <laughs> gods. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> different crowd, different crowd. I wouldn't be saying that to the players. No, I no. You're you're completely right. You're 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 absolutely right. But it is still the finals, dude. You know, and and here's yeah, the thing. I'm not. I'm just here's, saying this is the thing. This happens. This yeah. happens. No, it does. It does. And, and and like, do I think this is this changes the series? Fuck no. Like the Lakers are probably going to win five, as we both predicted at the beginning of this thing. This is probably going to. This doesn't change anything. Here's here's what it I'm not going to say it changes. Here's what it means to me. Anthony Davis Finals MVP was right there, bud. Like it was right there if you wanted it. You just lost it. It's it's so? LeBron's now. It's LeBron's now. Yeah, he's hmm. in order for Anthony Davis to be able to win Finals MVP, he had to be killer in the entirety of the series like it's it's just like uh it's like we talked about with caruso at the beginning of the year like if he wanted to earn minutes over rondo he was going to be to have to vastly outplay rondo whereas like the incumbent here is lebron and he's the guy that that's fair the 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 media probably wants to give the award to and ad I, I I'm sorry, man, but you probably just lost finals. You you're 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 shot at finals unless you drop like a 50 point. You know, you mess around and you get like a 50 point. You know, you 50 spot or a triple double in some way, shape, or form, or whatever. Like unless you really, really, really kill it from here on out, this is probably LeBron's award. And then the other thing too is, so LeBron has eight turnovers on the night. And clearly wasn't like his typical Chris self, right? At some point, LeBron isn't going to be that. And and what I was always kind of interested in was like, what does AD look like if LeBron isn't playoff LeBron, finals LeBron, God mode? What does that actually look like? And what it looked like tonight was foul trouble, and a tied for game worse minus 26 on the night minus 26 bro in a finals game i'm, yeah, I'm sorry bad. 80 you got to be better than that bro like like you just you just have to be there's there's nothing i can and there's no, and, and and this is and who, who like who who considers him the most talented player in the nba you gotta be better than when you, than you were tonight. Just flat out. I I don't I don't. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's no other analysis I can offer them than that. 
yeah, I don't know what you want. Yeah, he does have to be better than that. That was not anywhere near his best. When he, every player, it's it's so interesting seeing superstars on a day to day basis for that first year, mm-hmm. and because you see the best version of them and you see the worst version of them. Now, the worst version of Anthony Davis is still a really good player. Yeah, same thing is true of LeBron. Right, but the worst version of AD kind of floats around mm-hmm. and takes what he has like nine shots in this game. Two free throws. Mm-hmm. You got some good cardio in. Yeah. He drifts, right? And yeah. there's a, if AD is in asserting his athletic dominance, the whole argument about the Lakers being athletically dominant gets a lot less convincing. We're still bigger, faster, stronger than them. But if AD is drifting, not that much. Yeah. And they can be bigger and stronger than, you know, with Butler on KCP. They can find little places here and there where we're not rotating, we're not focused. So if AD is not locked in, then just who we are, it's so fundamental to who we are that it, we're, we're a different team. And so he was bad tonight and he needs to be better. And I'm sure he'd be the first person to tell you that. Absolutely. All right, let's take one more second here. When we come back, we will talk about the, the series moving forward. If we think it lasts beyond this, uh, well, I don't think it can last beyond. no. It can. It can last beyond this week. So uh, we'll talk about whether or not we think it might last beyond this week. Uh, we'll talk about what tweaks that uh, the Heat made to potentially kind of derail what the Lakers are trying to do and whether the Lakers can counter some of those things. Uh, and we'll do all of that here in a bit. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we brush it off or blame ourselves or say things like, I lost my mojo or avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and again, discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today and connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA. Sorry, man. I, I can't let go of this. Anthony Davis had as many <laughs> turnovers. I wish they could see you. You got like your hand on your yeah, head. Yeah, like you're I... pulling your hair back. <laughs> you're, you're more than welcome to screen grab. He had as many turnovers as he had rebounds in that game. He had one fewer turnover than he had field goals made in that game. Like, if you want to be considered, because he has the talent, honestly, to be considered one of the, the best Lakers of all time or one of the best mm-hmm. players of all time, 
if you want to be considered that kind of player, you cannot no show in finals games. Like you just can't, you know, like, this fi- is fi- the- like we, we the, the, our favorite, I think our favorite, your, my favorite Kobe game, right. Is probably game seven, 2010 mm-hmm. where he shoots six of 26 or yeah, it was six of 26 and so, yeah, doesn't have anything going offensively, but what does he do out there? He grabs 16 rebounds. He gets to the free throw line like 14 times, whatever, whatever stupid number it was that he got to the free throw line. And he like he becomes a force of nature to make sure that he still imprints his fingerprints, puts his fingerprints all over that game in some way, shape, or form. And if you're only grabbing five rebounds, if you're only taking making six field goals, if you're only going to the free throw line as a seven-footer where the, the closest person to you athletically or physically is Myers fucking Leonard. I'm sorry, bro. You floated. You don't, you don't like just in terms of what the expectation is for you, when you are as talented as Anthony Davis is, you cannot have this game in this moment. Period. And then, like, the nice thing for LeBron is Anthony Davis has that game. So we get to ignore the fact that LeBron has eight turnovers in a finals game. And, and I don't know, man, like, it's just, I understand that LeBron teams take on the mentality that he approaches the game with himself. And that's how it's always been since he showed up to, to, to the Lakers, since he signed with the Lakers or since he was with Cleveland or when he was in Miami, like that's how these games typically go is like, as LeBron goes, as LeBron approaches these games, that's how his teams usually approach that game as well. But Anthony Davis is also the most talented teammate that LeBron has also had. So if LeBron approaches the game in a shitty manner, LeBron AD is also capable just in terms of sheer talent of saying, Nope, I am not also approaching this game in that same way. And I felt like LeBron or, you know, LeBron approaching the game the way he did today and yeah, he finishes with 25, 10, and 8, which LeBron is great enough to be able to get those numbers in his sleep, especially in 39 minutes. But LeBron approaches this game the way that he does, and I felt like Anthony Davis took it as an excuse to say, I mean, I guess I can also approach this game this way. Sure. And I just, I, Le, LeBron can, you know, I'm not excusing the way that LeBron approached his game. I just don't think AD is at that point in his career period where he gets to have this kind of game in a final series. Well, I mean, he gets to, and he did. Is it, it's part of the process, man. This is the first time he's played this deep into the playoffs. And this is not an excuse. This is just a fact of life. Every time a new superstar gets to, this is the highest levels of the game. Miami didn't make it this point, just to this point, just because Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic. Yeah. There is plenty that's still playing on the floor right now that with Jimmy Butler at the very top of that, that is why Miami is here in the first place. That's why Miami smoked Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Why they beat the Celtics in six. Miami's a good team. And This type of game from Anthony Davis, while frustrating in the short term, I believe is valuable in the long term. 
mm-hmm. because he learns the lessons of the lessons of sure it goes away very quickly. You have to bring it, <laughs> all of your your mental engagement, your physical engagement. And like you said, this is true of LeBron too. This was not LeBron's best game, especially no. on the defensive end. Yeah, he's lucky AD played the way he did. Mm-hmm. So the Lakers learned exactly how hard they need to play to beat this team, or at least they learned that it ain't, they got to do better than this. Yeah. And that they will need to make some schematic adjustments, which they have not made much of through the first three games, which is in the same thing that we've done in the previous series, right? Where we haven't really made changes until the other team has won a game. Mm -hmm. And then we've made schematic adjustments Uh, and we've got plenty of personnel and scheme stuff that we could go to differently. But Anthony Davis is hopefully going to be here for a very long time. Yeah. And the lessons of, especially when you're as physically capable as he is, because LeBron's at a different point physically of ramping it up. And then, then AD is AD is in his athletic prime that from a mental standpoint, that's AD's biggest challenge is to be able to focus and lock in and be in the moment and not solely get by on his talent. And that was a lesson that that should have been should be learned from this game. And in the long term, that's a valuable one. Uh, before we go, I want there are a couple questions I want to run by you. So did you see anything that Miami did that specifically you thought gave the Lakers problems? few things. Yeah. They um, did their hedge and recover with Duncan Robinson. We've been targeting Robinson when they were in man-to-man defense to try to get the switch onto LeBron. Mm -hmm. And they would have Robinson come out hard on LeBron and then recover back to whoever he was defending, who's usually Danny Green or KCP. That in turn leaves Danny Green and KCP open for a split second. We didn't do a good job of delivering that pass. Rondo in particular didn't uh, do a good job on his pick and pop passes. Uh, But hoping KCP and Danny Green miss open shots is probably from Miami perspective about the best outcome that they can get, right? Because they can't take everything away that that we want to do and with the talent discrepancy, especially with with their guys out. From three-point range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I think Danny was 0 for 6 on the night in total. Um, That's about as good of a plan as you can come up with they doubled hard on anthony davis they would send help baseline and they forced him to turn the ball over on the uh on the offensive end they were they were slipping and they were running their handoff action particularly well um they targeted kcp with jimmy butler they did several things how they defended ad's post-entry catches several different things that Spolster is trying that that worked again but basketball is a rock paper scissors like strategy a beats strategy b Mm -hmm. but strategy c beats strategy a Mm -hmm. and we've just stayed in strategy a all the way until and Spolster has tried okay first game let's do what we normally do try to switch oh crap LeBron beat the hell out of that. Let's go to his zone in game two and play most of the game in his zone. Oh, they beat the hell out of that. Okay, we're going to try and hedge and recover with Duncan Robinson. They're in strategy C, and they beat us with strategy, beat strategy A for us with their strategy C. 
now it's our job to move on, whether it's personnel. I could see Keith starting, perhaps. Maybe we go the route of, of Dwight um, coming out of the starting lineup. At, that, you know, that's up, that's up to Vogel. Uh, we've got, you know, different ways of beating that hedge and recover. We could run more LeBron AD pick and roll. That's something that in a conventional pick and roll coverage, I could see us finally mm-hmm. going to that weapon a little bit more. We've got a lot of different options, side pick and rolls with Caruso and AC and LeBron is a, an effective place. Same with Rondo and LeBron, a lot of different areas in places that we can go. Uh, so combined with that lack of engagement that we've been talking about this whole pod and the Miami heat making very adjustments that take away this one thing that we do. We've got other things that we can do to counter it. We've got yeah. plenty of them, but we didn't. Uh, I think that's strategic. That is my guess uh, from the outside, but yeah, Miami did several things, but nothing from a permanent, like, Oh crap. What do we do about that? Type right. of stuff? Yeah. I, I agree with you completely. I think, I, I, frankly, I think so long as Bam isn't available, I don't see the need for Dwight Howard to start. Uh, like the reason Dwight was starting both against Denver and against Miami here is to just throw some body punches against their, you know, whether it's Jokic or Bam. But you don't need to throw body punches against Myers Leonard. You don't need, need to close throw out to Kelly Olenek who killed this as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you don't need to. And, and also by the way, like you can throw a body punch at, at Kelly Olenek, but given the way he can shoot from outside, he's probably returning that with, with a body punch of his own that statistically speaking is more effective than Dwight Howard's random elbow in his side from time to time. So yeah, I think if, if Bam isn't ready to go again, or if he can't play again, I think one thing to kind of look for is like, you're saying maybe Keith starts, you know, and, and, and just to, just to match up with, cause Myers Leonard, isn't your typical, you look at him and you're like, Oh, he's a big stiff white guy, but no, actually he can shoot, you know, he can, mm-hmm. he can spread you out. And then same goes for Kelly Olenek, you know, he, no, he, he doesn't just look like fat Thor. He can actually shoot from three point range. So I think there are some things that that the Lakers probably have to adjust to in terms of personnel, and then can't, and then probably can't be switching with KCP onto Butler at the end of games. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing is that like, so this was something. This is something that has really kind of annoyed me in watching some of their pick and roll coverage. Is so you can't go under screens against Goran Dragic, right? He's he's too good a shooter. To, to go under screens there. And I think uh, to a lesser extent, Tyler Hero, you probably don't want to go, you don't want to consistently go under. No, he's not an under guy, not at all. Yeah, yeah eventually, eventually he's going to, you know, even statistically, if it says, if the stats say that, you know, he's somebody you can drop under, you probably don't want to rely on that heavily either. Um, and, you know, when I was watching... Butler handled the ball in any kind of pick and roll situation and they were willingly switching like Butler. You can go under like Butler is somebody that you can mm-hmm. go under and we meet him on the other. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he, that's not like if you go under on him and, and he winds up taking that jumper, even if he makes a couple, I guess we say, great, you know, that's, that's just a great shot by Butler. But, but it was kind of, it was driving me kind of insane when they were switching on Butler 
when they didn't really have to. You can go under, hedge just slightly to make sure he doesn't completely turn the corner, but but you can you can just keep him in front and and not have to switch because as soon as you switch, if it's KCP, if it's Danny Green, if it's anybody like anybody who isn't basically LeBron or AD, he's going to attack. Like he, we know what that looks like at this point. So, I, like you said a second ago, I. And again, I'm not I'm not concerned about this series at all. I think the Lakers still win. They, they I, I think the Lakers still win the next two games, and we all get to celebrate a championship here by the end of the week. It's it's just the the lack of attention to detail because I'm sure the Lakers know you can go under screens on Jimmy Butler. You know, like that's a. I'm sure the Lakers understand that that's a way that you can defend him. It's the lack of energy, the lack in the engagement that we saw in that game. It's the lack of umph that we saw from, from Anthony Davis, given the fact that this is the finals game. It just, it just annoyed me. That's all it was. And, and I'm sure, I think you and I share that same kind of. I'm annoyed too. Yeah. 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 Like I, I think you and I like, I don't think either of us, our outlooks on this series has changed at all. We're just right. annoyed at the fact that this was a finals game and they, they didn't show up. Yeah, man. It's time to get back to it. Hopefully it's a wake-up call. Yep. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Locked on Lakers podcast. We will be back uh, tomorrow. To I think I'm going to talk to David uh, Rammel of Locked on Heat. To, to He wants – it's funny. Now all the Heat people – are interested in having conversations like George, <laughs> like Sedano sent me a text like after the game. Hey bud. I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah. Now I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's all, it's all part of the fun. Tell him so, I said hi. He's a great guy. Oh, he's, he's the best. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. The best person I've met in this industry, like is, is like in just oh, in terms wow. of like, in just in terms of like people who are already kind of situated and want to like, reach out and 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 help oh. as best i can sedano's the best so uh yeah so but still george yeah you know funny i get to talk to you now <laughs> <laughs> uh so so I'll, I'll i'll have a conversation with you with david or george tomorrow and then pete and i will be back on uh on wednesday night for thursday show reacting to that game have a great rest of your day make somebody else's and we'll talk to you tomorrow.